Hello, welcome to the Bliss Tonic Podcast. Woo! My name is Michelle Anthony, and I get to be your host every week for these episodes where we discuss yogic philosophy and what it's like to be a human and reach for crave unity and how we can find that balance of being human and being a spirit. Let's dive into this week's episode all about connections with other people who inspire us and maybe negative internal responses to seeing those successful, beautiful, powerful people, as well as uh, questioning what is going on in our life right now, maybe what's not working out, and how can we do this practice to hopefully clear some of our energy around that. All right, let's dive in. Hello, hello, welcome back. And I just got back from Campfire Flow Arts Festival. I'm full and fresh of inspiration and also some lessons as well as I had the opportunity to be both a teacher and student this weekend. I had the opportunity to go to some intermediate advanced quote-unquote classes as well as some classes where I was a total beginner where I hit myself in the head over and over and over (laughs) in the same place just trying to um, manipulate this flow prop. And so many beautiful lessons in beginner mind and the determination that we have when we are truly inspired by other people. I think that there goes hand in hand this not enough feeling and the better than feeling. And they are two sides of the same coin. And it's something that I, you know, I had a lot of time in contemplation this weekend, being surrounded by so many beautiful, talented, strong people. And just realizing that I see the beauty in these people and that it was a reflection of me, me being able to see it in other people was a reflection of me seeing it in me. And it didn't occur to me right away or at the time. In fact, at moments I had, you know, to remind myself that to compare or to be jealous of somebody is really, uh, it's forgetting the point, especially in a learning environment. And, you know, I did not have any experiences of anybody, you know, embodying this like better than attitude at all. And it's just something that I really appreciate about uh, Campfire Flow Arts Festival is just all of the truly beautiful people who show up to a place like that. 
to learn and grow and uh, just learn some new skills and uh, hone and train skills that um, they already have. So I it, it just occurred to me as a thought, and I also taught yoga during the weekend. And, you know, being that flow arts typically is also a performance arts and oftentimes we perform for other people and when we are training practicing learning playing really it is for us and in moments when we are in comparison we are forgetting that everything we're doing is for us and if it's not bringing us joy you know then it's time to just rethink what we're doing, or reframe the mind that we are doing it with. So I'm going to say that again. If what you're doing is not bringing you joy, you need to change what you're doing or reframe the mind that is doing it. Everything that you do can be a source of pleasure. Everything. It only matters the mind that you approach that task with. And when it comes to like social interactions and social activities, whatever it is, it could just be going out for drinks with friends. It could be going to a festival with beautiful, strong people who are inspiring, whatever it is. When we are introducing other people into the mix it introduces opportunity for comparison jealousy and envy and i was listening to a podcast earlier today that really just solidified uh some thoughts that uh popped up in regards to that you know being present and doing what you're doing for you even though you know we were all there in performance arts but really it's If it's not bringing you joy, why are you doing it? So in this podcast, um, I think it was with Lacey Phillips and Shaman Durek talking about the difference between jealousy and envy. And jealousy is a fear of losing something that you have, where envy is seeing a quality in somebody that you would love to embody yourself. And It relates to what I was talking about before of not enough and better than being two sides of the same coin, right? A fear of not being enough can often force us to project a false sense of ego, a false sense of... um, Because what is the word for being better than? But a false sense of like um, being above or having authority or being knowledgeable, having something to say. And I honestly think when we get so muddled in our mind like that, you know, we need to really break down, especially in regards to social interactions. You know, is it? seeing something beautiful in somebody. When you see something beautiful in somebody, what is your first reaction? And I want you to ask yourself honestly, maybe the last time you were hanging out with somebody and you just thought, wow, 
this person is so strong or this person is so knowledgeable or this person is so beautiful, whatever it happens to be, what is your honest reaction? And a lot of times the mind reaction is different than, or like what we perceive of our reaction is different than what our subconscious reaction is. And this work of awareness is deciphering, you know, what, what is that innate reaction? And you can tell based on how you feel. Does it make you feel less than? And does it make you feel like you need to prove something? Do you immediately go to any form of how can I further separate myself from this person? So let me just make sense of that. So when we are in separation, we are in suffering. So anytime that you're like connecting with somebody, see something beautiful in them and have a negative emotion, whatever it is, it could be withdrawing and uh, having maybe an internal like dialogue of how you're not good enough. Or it could be the other side of the coin. It could be this inner dialogue of making up excuses or reasons not to like that person or things that are wrong with that person. And that is the example of separation. And I just think this is such an interesting practice to be honest with yourself about because it doesn't make you a bad person. I just want you to know that whatever thoughts you have We all deal with the human not-enoughness. At some point in our life, all of us deal with this sense of not-enoughness. And sometimes it comes off, it comes out, expresses itself. We deal with it. We try to engage with that through embodying this better than or false sense of ego. So it could come off as withdrawing or as like a assertion of ego. And I I just think it's something to, to, to be aware of and notice when it comes up for you. And how do we deal with that? Remember that people are just people. And I know I talk about this sutra all the time. I think it's 133. Maybe 126, I can't remember right now. Maybe I'll put it in the show notes so you can actually refer to it um, after the episode. You know, but in um, The Secret of the Sutras, Pandit Pandit Rajmani Tiganat, he talks about in this one sutra, one of those two ones, which I will put in the show notes, how you can never judge another person. You don't know what karmas they have. You don't know what they have done, what they have been through, what they have experienced, what they've burned through. And you can't judge another person's karmas. You can't judge what they've gotten out of this life. They've chosen this body, this life, everything. And maybe not consciously chosen, maybe not in this life chosen. But in a way, it is what the energy that they are vibrating at. And we cannot judge that at all. We can't know 
And it's not our place to know or pick it apart or or piece apart somebody's success or failures because there's no way to know. And we can look to those people for inspiration. We can look to those people as an example of a life that we want to live. Absolutely. But we cannot judge them. And so when we remember that people are just people, and that is what connects us, and that we're all here, as a human in this life, engaging with the human experience. And we're all learning in different ways. I think that's just such an important piece is we all know that we learn in different ways as far as traditional learning, right? Some people are visual, some people learn by doing. So why don't we think about that in terms of spiritual growth? We get so caught up in needing to be right, in having a certain methodology or way that we engage with the world. And I think that is just an example of the opposite side of the coin to not enoughness of the overexertion of ego. And that is the lower ego. That is kind of our shadow controlling our reactions and controlling the mind. So in this, you know, I practiced this morning saying out loud things that haven't been working out for me. So we all know to speak what it is we would like to manifest into reality. But what if what we have currently manifested, what is currently in front of us, we also want in some way. In yoga, we have this concept of vikalpa, which is like the hindrance to living our dharma. So it's our big thing that separates us from our soul's purpose. V is to separate and kalpa is a rule you follow above all else. And so it is a rule that we follow that separates us. And it is said that vikalpa is a desire. So the thing that separates us from our life's purpose is a desire. And so I practiced this morning, you know, what is it that's not working? What is it that is in my life now that I don't want? And I practiced saying it out loud as a desire. I do want this. And see how it feels. I felt, and maybe it's because the moon is in cancer today. I don't know astrology report. (laughs) It was just such a powerful experience for me 
to start owning some of those pieces that are not working as a desire. And, you know, a couple of those things I followed with a reason. So I can give you one example of one of the things I said, and it is about playing small. And it's something I've been thinking about a lot. And in a lot of ways, I've taken a lot of risks and, you know, done things. (laughs) But I also know that I have bigger dreams and that I haven't been actively working towards, right? Dreams that take, you know, years to start to build into reality. But what is that key? It's starting. It's planning and starting. Make the big goal and work backwards from there. And so one of the things I said out loud to myself was, I like playing small. And what came out of that was I like playing small because I absolve myself of deeper responsibility. I like playing small because I absolve myself of deep responsibility. And when I said that out loud, it just really started to bring some tears and it felt like in a way a sense of freedom to just say it that I have been playing small and I felt how true that that is and it wasn't just I have been playing small it's I want to play small I want to play small and saying it like that it 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 did it just felt like I had this release of this lock inside my chest and that it was okay and I think it's not to force ourselves out of it but to simply own there's this piece of me that wants big things and there's also this piece of me that maybe feels like I don't deserve that kind of success There's maybe this piece of me that doesn't want to have the responsibility that comes with playing big. And I think that's something that that can be helpful for all of us in a way to just own. Own where you are right now. And how can you use what is going on? Phrase it as... Uh, desire. I want this thing that's happening. And see if you can uncover maybe a subconscious reason. Why would you desire that? Why? And you don't have to know the desire. I think it just helps to call it out. This is what is going on and on some level I desire it. And just try it. Maybe it's not for you today. Maybe it's not for you to understand today. But give it a shot and see how it feels. So just a little recap of today's episode. Start to notice when you, when you are in an interaction with somebody who you find inspirational, beautiful, successful. What, do you, what is the thing that you feel? What does it bring up within you? And how do you react? Have an awareness around that because it starts with awareness. And then guess what? When we catch ourselves maybe sinking into not enoughness or overexertion of ego, we can call ourselves out 
and move back into love. We can move back into love when we realize people are just people. We cannot judge them and where we are or where they are or where we think they are and what they've been through to get there because we don't know. We don't know the inner workings of another person's mind because guess what? We barely even know our own minds. And then start to think about where you are exactly right now and give it a shot. What does it feel like to say what's going on or what's not working for you right now as a desire? I want to play small. And what comes up? And maybe it's a, it becomes a journaling practice where you uncover what the, exactly it is for you. It might not be playing small. It might be other things of lack-mindedness or you know, disconnection from others. So whatever it is that you're feeling, you're experiencing right now, whatever doesn't feel good or it's not working out for you, how does it feel to claim that as a desire? Ah, beginner's mind, Zen mind, beginner's mind. I think that's a book that I read, one of my first Zen books that started me down this path. And truly having a beginner's mind is so powerful. Because if I knew nothing, how would I experience this moment? If I didn't pretend to know anything about this person, how would I experience this person? If I didn't know how to engage with this activity, if I've never washed the dishes before, how would I wash them? Okay, let's end this episode with a really deep breath in through the nose, full, full, full. Keep going, let it in, hold your breath in. Let a little bit more in, hold, slowly, slowly let it out the nose, soften the jaw, soften the face, relax, unclench the fist. One more breath like that, in all the way full, hold, last little sip in, hold, slowly let it out. I love you, I see you, and I am inspired by all of you. Thank you so much for listening. I would love to hear from you. And let me know what you think about this podcast. Let me know what you think about the um, interview episodes, if you would like more of those and um, any feedback you have. And as always, I would absolutely love if you would just click the five stars, especially if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, just click the five stars. And if you would like to write a review, send me a little screenshot of your review and I will send you an intuitive reading from my fairy tarot um, via voice message. So either on Facebook or I can do that via email as well. Thank you so much for listening. Have a wonderful day.
big, big thank you to the editor of this podcast, Kyle Piper. Thank you so much for all of your help in keeping me on track, as well as the editing of the music and content of this podcast. It wouldn't happen without you. I can 100% say that. If you also want a podcast edited, he's your guy. And he also does websites. Go ahead and check out my website, blisstonicyoga.com, if you would like to see his work. Thank you so much for listening. Have a great week.